Hello everyone, this is Tony Kramer, product specialist with RDO Equipment Company, and you are listening to the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Thanks for joining us on the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 70, and today we are going to be talking about CCTY bearing. Before we get started, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos packed full of information on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. Now with that, let's get back to the show. I am really excited to welcome John Sweetwood, who is a strategic sales manager with CCTY. Thanks for joining us on the show today, John. To get started, I'd really like to hear a little bit more about you and your background, as well as a little bit of the background on CCTY and how that industry is. Well, thank you very much for having me, Tony. I appreciate the opportunity to talk. Me, my background, I, I personally don't think it's too exciting, but did a lot of design work in the construction industry, working with architects and different uh, homeowners or commercial project managers in finding solutions to the, to the best methods on solving the problems that they encountered in, in the many different construction facets I worked in. And also had some work in a machine shop uh, right out of high school where I did some tool and die. So that uh, has really played well in my understanding of many of the mechanical applications and how things are made the way they are and why they're made the way they are that has complemented much of what my bearing career has been uh, with CCTY and and before CCTY, uh, another bearing manufacturer. So because I love all things mechanical, and I'm fascinated with how they work and how things are made and, and go together and the discussion, making them work better and finding out solutions. It just works real well for me to be a part of CCTY. The advantage CCTY brings to the, the market is frequently bearing manufacturers are focused on making commodity bearings and as many of them as efficiently as they can. And, and that serves a, a very large, much-needed market in, you know, worldwide. But the niche that we bring along is uh, the bearing is frequently the most complicated component in, in the assembly that it is placed into. So, for example, if you have rod ends, the, the rod end on each end is, is more involved in the engineering than the tie rod or the connecting rod that holds it you know, together. But a lot of the companies don't want to make the connecting rod because they're set up to make just the rod ends. So since we're making the most complicated part on the assembly already, it just makes sense to go ahead and, and combine it with the connecting rod with the rod end. So that has been an area that CCTY has done real well with, and it's probably our fastest growing area in, in all of our business. About 80% of our revenue comes from products that are made proprietary for our customers that, that we can't even list in our catalog because it's, it's made for specific customers for their specific applications. Most of that focusing in the steering and suspension 
of uh, many different types of vehicles that range from you know small lawn equipment uh, to golf carts, ATVs, UTVs, forklifts, construction equipment, along with agricultural equipment. You had mentioned that you guys kind of do stuff worldwide. I was doing a little bit of reading on your website. Now, you guys are a worldwide company, correct? You have many different headquarters all over the world? Yes, we do. We have an engineering sales office in India, in Germany, in Japan, and in the United States, which is the office I work out of. And our manufacturing is done in Zhenjiang, China, and uh, which also has an, a sales office and engineering group too. So each one of those facilities have salespeople, have warehousing and engineers that are capable of uh, sitting with the customer, working through design features and, and engineering a bearing that suits what they need, not only for all the application needs, but the environment that it's going to be uh, placed in and asked to, to function in which is very significant for the agricultural industry because environment plays such a big role in whether the bearing is going to be successful or not. That's a, a great explanation of why bearings are important. And that brings me right into my first question for you, John. Let's talk about bearings. What makes a good bearing? A bearing will only be as good as, as the understanding of the application that it's going to be put into. So it's extremely important for for us on working with the customers that we have a complete understanding of what the application demands are going to be things as simple as as speed load you know what the maximum speed is what the operating speed is going to be what what the the loads might be if there's going to be vibrations involved then then you get into the environmental side of things where if it's going to have to be a seal that withstands certain high temp situations because it's going to be close to a heat source, whether it's a manifold or engine or uh, something like that, or if it's going to be something that is submerged occasionally, just you know, large amounts of mud, sand, abrasion. We have tractors or things that we have bearings on that, that will be used in Africa, South America, North America. So every conceivable environmental condition that the component the component's going to be used in has to be understood at the time the bearing is designed for it along with all the application nuances uh, press fits everything that it's it's going to work in you had talked about all of the different applications that CCTY offers bearings for you talked about golf carts and ATVs and we get into being with RDO Equipment Company, we get into the, the construction and agriculture industry. Let's talk a little bit about what's involved in the ag industry. What kind of bearings do you guys offer that get put into ag equipment? The, all of the steering and suspension components, as far as linkages, that sway bars, ball joints, rod ends, tie rods, spherical plane bearings, radio ball bearings there's actually in some of the kingpins we have angular contact spherical plane bearings so there's a lot of weight and range of motion requirements in in all of those applications and so we have to build bearings that can handle the loads and move the full range of motion that they need to steer the vehicle and for all the suspension travel 
that's primarily the areas that we focus on in that type of equipment. On the forklift side of things, the steering suspension travel isn't uh, quite a demand, but we do a lot with the mass guide bearings. I believe we're one of the largest mass guide bearing manufacturers in the world, serving basically every major forklift manufacturer. Of course, all of these bearings that you're talking about have different uses, different functions, whether it's in engines, in steering components, in suspension. Obviously, me being involved in the ag industry, we hear about it all the time. What's the what's the maintenance on these bearings and how often do I have to grease it and things like that? What is, from your standpoint, John, what is the best way to maintain and care for bearings when it comes to agriculture or construction or forklift equipment? Well, I obviously follow the owner's manual, but they, they frequently will give different instructions depending on the environment that the machine's being used in. If they know a piece of ag equipment is going to be used in a muddy, wet environment, uh, they might say that it needs to be greased every eight hours, basically daily. And the reason for that is in case the seal wasn't able to hold out all the water, dust, mud, whatever it was, frequent greasing will purge those contaminants that might have just breached the seal edge before they get worked into the grease and and into the moving components quickly. So a lot of times the severity of the application environment will determine the amount of maintenance and uh, the owner's manual will, will give you the best instruction towards that. Now, One of the things we've been doing uh, for a number of years, and it's been working well for us, is providing maintenance-free designs. The advantage of that for the manufacturer is they, they no longer have to worry about the ability of the end user to follow the instructions in the manual on a regular schedule maintenance routine for the part to last as long as it was intended. So it it does happen where there's times parts will get claimed on a warranty issue with the manufacturer, and it it looks like something wasn't maintained as it was instructed in the manual, but the manufacturer is not in a real good position to argue that because they, they alienate a customer. So they end up having to absorb that cost, replace the part, and move on. So anytime we can successfully convert a part that requires grease and maintenance uh, on a schedule from from something that needs that to a maintenance-free product, the manufacturers are thrilled because it removes that whole thing from the equation. The end user tends to be happy because it's less of a scheduled maintenance issue he has to pay attention to on a regular basis. So it just, it works better all the way around. That's really cool to hear about the bearings, the maintenance-free or the grease for life like you're talking about. Those bearings are, I know, coming from a farmer's standpoint, the less they can grease, the better. Are there any other new or innovative technologies that are coming down the pipe in regards to agriculture equipment with bearings? What we see as new stuff here is leveraging the existing technologies we have on the various bearings and and grouping them together in a way that satisfies uh, a specific application. Being able to take our self-lubricated technology and combine it with the ball joints or combine it with spherical plane bearings or, or the rod ends is a new way of pulling together 
bearing components to where they satisfy these applications and allow us to make these maintenance-free products for the tractors or ATVs or uh, construction equipment. Is there any sort of a success story that you would like to share with our listeners about something that you guys saw with CCTY or maybe a customer you worked with? Yeah, if I go back to a specific ball joint, the customer used to have a ball joint that was just uh, the housing that went into a hole in the end of the strut assembly. After the ball joint was installed onto the end of the strut, they had to take a seal and put that over the end of the ball stud. And then when the A-arm was attached over the, the ball stud, it would basically kind of just push the seal against the retaining plate that held the ball joint in. So the manufacturer needed to find a seal source, someone to manufacture the retaining plate, and someone to manufacture uh, the ball joint. So it was three different sources. When we spoke with engineering at the manufacturer and got all the variables and listened to the different problems they were having, we asked them if we could design this as one unit. When it started out, they just wanted to look at us doing the ball joint. And uh, the engineer paused and said, uh, as long as you make it backwards compatible, I'll look at anything you present. So we consolidated three sources they used to have to buy from. And if any one of those sources didn't deliver on time, it delayed the whole project. But we combined all three into our one component. When everything was said and done, our assembly was less expensive than the three components that they used to have to source. They also didn't have the production assembly time. And on top of it, we made this this ball joint maintenance free. Uh, So all the way around, it reduced the cost to put it together, it reduced the cost of the part, and it reduced the cost of mating parts. This is something that's in current production and still working real well, and it has uh, really helped us get into conversations with other divisions of their engineering teams because they heard how well it worked with them. Where can people go and who can they talk to if they want to learn more about CCTY bearings and what you guys have to offer? We do have a a website, www.cctybearing.com. Bearing is singular. There is not an S on it. They can call into our main line. For North American calls, it would be 847-540-8196 and just ask to speak to one of our sales managers and we'll be happy to work with them. We, we really enjoy what we do. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> we, we hope our customers enjoy working with us also. I just want to thank you, John, for sitting down with me today and talking a little bit about CCTY and the bearings that you guys have to offer. It's really neat to talk about some of this stuff. I know a lot of times when we think of of technology and equipment, it immediately goes to electronics, but there's so much more technology that goes into all of this stuff. So thanks again for sharing what you guys offer at CCTY. You're, you're welcome. Yeah, the, the electronics... Are, are really a fascinating side of things, but frequently are required to move all the mechanical things we make. This podcast was produced and edited by Nate Dorsey. Visit audioequipment.com slash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you've missed. 
You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Android devices so that you'll never miss out on the latest news and technology from RDO Equipment and John Deere. If you really like this podcast, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or any of the other social media platforms that you are using. You can also connect with me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. That's at R-D-O-T-O-N-Y-K, where you can tweet me questions, episode feedback, or ideas for future topics to cover. Please join us next time on the Agriculture Technology Podcast.